Good morning! If you're listening in the morning, if not, good afternoon, good evening. (laughs) Welcome back to the It Gets Better podcast. I am your host, Lindsay Atkinson. And I was thinking, do I need an intro? You know how all the other podcasts have like uh, music before, you know? Do I need one of those? My only thought is whenever I start a podcast and they have a long intro, like with the music, I scrub past it. I'm like, I just want to get to the talking. Um, Especially when there are long intros. Oh no! I forgot to put my phone on silent. Rookie mistake. Um... But do you guys prefer those? Like, is it cool to have an intro or is it fine that I don't have one? Anyways, that's not that important, but I figured I'd ask. I wanted to talk a little bit about the fact that I went to the Taylor Swift concert uh, the day before yesterday. I went on Sunday night three of Foxborough, Massachusetts. And I thought we'd talk a little bit about it and then we'd move into like why we're talking about this. So Noah surprised me for my 30th birthday with tickets to, t- to see Taylor Swift. I am a big T-Swift fan, Okay and proudly (laughs) like I'm not like embarrassed to say that or anything it's funny because I used to be isn't that so sad that like people can't just enjoy what they like I remember when I was younger people would make fun of me for liking Taylor Swift um and so I kind of like hid that when I was like probably high school age like I wasn't like as proud to be like yeah I like Taylor Swift because people like oh my god you like Taylor Swift it's like yeah I do what's the problem dude like (laughs) she's a great performer a great artist um I cannot believe she plays three days in a row every single weekend for three and a half hours of on the set like like literally zero breaks she does outfit changes like a couple times and someone timed it I saw online and her outfit changes take like one minute so there's like three or four minutes of the whole three and a half hours that she's not singing and dancing which is wild and she sound sounds exactly like her music but you could tell she was like actually singing live not recorded or like you know like it wasn't like what's that called when they just have music playing um lip singing she wasn't lip singing you could tell because there was like a few times people talked about where she's like made like little mess ups and said the lyrics wrong or something um sorry my throat's a little dry from the concert still um which was cool to see because she sounds exactly like her like her recorded music which is incredible I actually saw Taylor Swift as well a few years ago in concert which was really fun I got invited which is crazy back when I was like in my prime of YouTube they invited me to go to the show in Columbus Ohio and that was so fun as well obviously but this one was some it was next level obviously the show was much longer than her other ones and because it's like the whole era's tour and everything um I have to say it was so fun so much fun Noah went a little overboard because it was my 30th he said he got us floor seats and I will say like obviously if you have floor seats enjoy those but um I would say you definitely do not need the most expensive like floor seats after being there the stages that she has for these shows are massive like she feels like at least I don't know I don't know if it's like this at every place but this at the Gillette Studios the stage was so big that even on the floor like this she takes up she goes around the stage so much and again the stage is so big that a lot of the times on the floor seats like you couldn't see her because she'd be like on the other side of the stage and sometimes she'd be on the part of the stage that we were at you know she like really made sure to go through like the whole stage area which is obviously nice because then it means like everyone on floor seats can see her like closer up at some times but I was watching some uh views of people who had like non-floor seats and I was like wow I feel like they almost saw her more than we did again not complaining like it was great um I loved where we were at and stuff we were very close which was cool but I'm just saying like if you've um considered going I have seen friends who had like 
higher up seats and they had an incredible like they could see almost more than we could just like a little heads up um so if you like haven't bought tickets and you're like looking at how expensive the floor seats are and you're like is it worth it if you want to and you have it like go for it but i would say if you're like wanting to save you'll 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 have like an incredible time like with any seats in my opinion um i even saw some people who had what they're called like obstructed view seats where it means like you don't get to see the full stage they had a perfect view still because again the stage is so massive that when she walks around to like the front part of the stage which was pretty far from us because we were floor seats but we were like on the side of the floor seats so when she's at the front of the stage we couldn't really see her but people with an obstructed view and stuff could still see her the entire time um so something to note is like even the um obstructed view ones they had a perfect viewing the whole time which is so cool um the way they set it up and I don't know if that was on purpose if that's how it is for all the shows but they definitely did a good job of making sure that everyone the whole time could see her which was I thought was really cool it was funny though because they said estimated like 10 to 20 thousand people came that did didn't have tickets and just watched around the stadium and I thought that was incredible because it seems like they could hear it perfectly well standing outside and since Gillette Studio is like an outdoor arena um I saw a few TikToks of people who were listening from outside and they could still see um the big screens they so they got to watch like the screen I'm like wow that is cool um that's really really cool um, I will say I wore platform shoes and part of me thought that was a bad idea, but I actually looking back, do not regret it. Everyone was like, wear comfy shoes. Cause you're going to be standing up the whole time. I am short. You guys, I'm like five, two, five, three. I, th- I like to say five, three, but I don't know if I'm fully five, three, but I'm past five, two. Okay. So I'm in between five, two and five, three. I'm like five, two and a half. So I can't always see. And we were in like one of the back rows of the floor seats. Like we weren't at the front of the floor seat. So there'd be a lot of people standing in front of us. And I'm like, you know, I know you're not gonna be able to stand on your chairs <laughs> or anything like that. So I opted to wear um, platform type heels, not like a full heel, but like a platform shoe. And walking into the stadium, we had to walk quite um, a ways from the parking lot. That I was like, oh, I might, I might regret this. But once I was standing in my seat, I was very happy with my decision because it gave me like a good four or five inches <laughs> taller than I would have had. And that made actually a massive difference um, in my view. So I will say if you're if you're a shorty like me, maybe invest in some comfortable, comfortable uh, platform shoes. Again, I'm not saying like platform heels, but like if you have like tall wedges or like I did like the platform slides. Hopefully you know what I'm talking about. They're like the very 90s-esque shoes that we used to have, like those Steve Madden platforms. Um, I found those literally at Steve Madden actually, and they were on sale. They had some, they were on sale for 20 bucks. And I was like, oh, absolutely. These are the ones I'm getting. Um, So I think that helps whether you have like platform tennis shoes. I have Converse, but mine aren't the platform ones. I think even platform Converse would help. Uh, It just made viewing a lot easier. Um, But yeah, it was such a fun time. And I scream sang the entire time. I I had a feeling that I wouldn't wouldn't know. Like I was like, oh, there's gotta be at least a song or two. I don't know. I ended up knowing every single song, like every single lyric. I was like, wow, I really am a Taylor Swift fan. Like I never knew if I was considered a Swifty or not, but I do listen to all of her music all the time. And I'm like, I guess I am, but I'm not also like, I've never been like an obsessive person when it comes to celebrities. Like I wouldn't like, I saw someone on TikTok say like they would die for her. I'm like, I wouldn't do that. Um, but I will support her music and listen to the Taylor's versions only and like go to, her, you know, go to a concert <laughs> and like know all the words and sing happily. But I don't think I would die for her. I don't know her that well. So don't get mad. But I guess I would say I am considered a Swifty. I think knowing all the words and crying during the show makes you a Swifty, right? I feel like that probably makes me a millennial Swifty because I'm old. So I'm sure when I was younger, I probably would have said something like, oh, yeah, I would die for her because when I was like, 
in high school, if you would have asked me that question, I probably would have been like, absolutely, throw me in the front lines. <laughs> um, that's how I was for Edward Cullen back in the day. I would have been like, um, yeah, I'll take a bullet, <laughs> which is so, which is insane, honestly, to say. Um, but overall, I just want to say it was such a fun time. Um, I had a lot of fun. I sc- Like I was saying, I was scream singing all the l- words. It's so funny because it was so loud that I didn't realize I was scream singing because you couldn't tell. Like you can't tell that everyone around you is scream singing because it's like, it's so loud. Noah down While we were there, Noah downloaded an app that would show you like how loud it was where you were at. And it was like, it was going past as far as it could go. Like it was like a like a meter type graph, you know? And once it got to the, like, think of like when you are in your car, um, where it shows you your gas, like how much gas you have, like where it's on E to full. It was going past full. Like it like couldn't go any further. And Noah's like, we're not going to be able to hear tomorrow. <laughs> it was so funny. Um, it, but it was, that honestly made it so fun. And I think this is also, side note, was a testament to, I am on mental health medication. I started it last year. And I am so freaking grateful. I guess I, I started last year or the year before. Well, I switched medications last year. So I was on like, I've taken, uh, I was on ADHD medicine a few years ago and that did not work for me. Um, I don't know if I've talked about that recently because for a while I was like, yeah, the ADHD medicine worked so well for me. And then once I switched, it's a reminder this like if you ever have like weird like bad side effects but you're like you're liking some of the side the stuff of your medication it's it's worth noting to tell your doctor that I was so afraid if I told my doctor like oh well yeah it's really working or like my psychiatrist but x y and z aren't working I was so afraid she would just like take it away from me but instead you know again we I got off of it and we switched me to I'm on Zoloft which is for uh technically it's for I think it can be prescribed for anxiety, depression, PTSD, minus PTSD. Um, and switching, I was like so nervous, but something that Noah's mom reminded me, she's like, well, just tell them exactly how you're feeling because that way you can get the medication that fixes the things that you're feeling because there is a different medication for everyone. And that really is so true because it was such a testament that how my medication is working because I used to not do well in these kind of situations. I would get really overwhelmed, overstimulated, loud noises would have me like shutting down. Someone bumping into me would have me so stressed. And I guess that is a sign of PTSD um because I've had a lot of things happen when I was younger that involved like being ambushed and things I haven't like I don't know I might have talked about them in my life story but things I haven't really talked about where I technically was like I don't want to say I was kidnapped but um yeah I mean kind of I mean it was considered like being kidnapped by my grandparents but I was I was on their side like I wanted to be taken away from my mom but they had to do it like like grab me real quick and try and leave okay that's uh, we're getting really deep I'm probably I've probably talked about this somewhere on my channel uh I don't consider it kidnapped but like I'm sure it was very traumatizing like the police were involved we were trying to like take me for my mom like it was you know it was bad so apparently like all those things like and there's other things that have happened in my life like with my mom being you know who could have been was abusive sometimes and who was a drug addict like I was in bad situations and when I was younger I would hang out with like louder like older crowds sometimes where I should not have been it was like and when my mom would have like like parties when they would be like high and stuff they would have massively loud music like they'd be super partying and things like that really triggered me and I always thought that was like I didn't know why it was like that but once I got my correct PTSD diagnosis um, so, te- so technically I think I now have PTSD and ADHD is what they the the final thing they gave me was but I really just go off PTSD medication because it kind of fixed everything for me. I actually recently did try again, combining Zoloft and Concerta, which is a different type of ADHD medication. And I liked it, but I could tell that it was just making me on edge. Like stimulants really make me anxious. So I cut it and I went back to just just the Zoloft. And I'm very, very happy. And I could just tell how much it helped because 
I had such a good time. Like I wasn't stressed. I wasn't overstimulated. When Noah and I first met, we went to a few concerts. Like he was really big into. He used to be a um, not a security guard. I guess like, yeah, a security guard at a re- one of the biggest like a really big uh, music venue in Columbus, Ohio. Like he would like be the security guard because he was the biggest guy there. He's like six three. If you didn't know, he would be like the security guards for the the musical talent. Like he met he's met a lot of celebrities that way, which was really cool. Like he was like the security. I think for Post Malone, Chris Stapleton, um, one of the guys <laughs> one of the guys from <laughs> Jersey Shore did like a performance once. But anyways, and he loved doing that. But so he's always been really big into music. He also plays the guitar and he's just a big music fan so when we first met we went to a few concerts and I remember I would get really over I was like when our biggest fights would happen no and I don't really fight anymore and it's like I think it a lot of it was my PTSD back then where I would just kind of when we went to Lollapalooza when we were first dating I like lashed out and was really angry and all of his friends were probably like what who are you dating she is off her rocker not like in a mean way but like I kind of was because I would like lash out at him and get so mad and I would get mad at everyone if you are someone who struggles with overstimulation you might be like nodding your head like yep I've done that where it's just you're so overstimulated you're so like it's just loud music people touching you a lot's going on and just the littlest things can set you off that was me and I didn't realize that was actually a sign of my PTSD and so I really didn't allow myself to do a lot of concerts for a long time and whenever I did it's always like we would go to a concert and then it would end really poorly for me and then we'd be like okay let's not do that anymore so then we wouldn't go that's really why I don't do like bars and clubs and stuff like that because I was like they always just ended with me like really unhappy and like being you know, an asshole to everyone. Um, and just either, either that or I would just shut down and just feel like I used to cry after I used to talk about this all the time. I'd get so overstimulated that I would like go back to my, my home, like home afterwards. And I would just cry. Like I'd feel so like, I don't know, so stressed. And I would have like cries of relief that nothing bad happened. And I always thought that was just because I was an introvert. Nope. Turns out that is post-traumatic stress disorder. And mine is also CPTSD, which is like complex PTSD. So it's like multiple events over time. So it leads to like, I guess, I don't really know how it changes it, to be honest, but I should probably ask. Um, but I remember there's every single time we'd be like, yeah, no more concerts for you. And then, you know, let's take a break. And then I'd see something I really wanted to see. And we'd go to even like a smaller show. And then I'd still be like, oh, no, I can't do this. Like, I can't be here. This is too much. And I think this was just such a sign that, wow, my medication has worked because I had the best time. The only crying I did was like happy tears and like just like being so happy to be there and I told Noah as we were leaving I was like that healed something like deep within me that was like an experience I've never really had before like yes I've been to concerts but I've never felt the joy that people have I never I was just so scared I always felt like I told Noah I always felt like at concerts the energy was so angry and mean and he was like no I don't feel like that at all I feel like everyone's it's like a community people are like you know enjoying this the music they all love and it's like passion and creativity and inspiration and I didn't feel that I was like that's not how it felt for me and that turns out that was my own symptom it it was my projection of my own mind not what was actually happening and I got to finally like experience that where I didn't feel someone like running into me as like them being malicious it's just that there's crowds you know everyone's trying to get you know get out I didn't hear everyone scream singing and think like they're purposely trying to upset me I just realized they're having fun and I was having fun too and I was always very closed off when I'd go to these things like I wouldn't really dance or anything and I danced I had my I told Noah one of my biggest goals (laughs) was like I've always wanted to put my hands up and like dance like put my arms like I'm waving my arms up you know what I'm talking about when you go to concerts and stuff and I've always been too shy to like put my hands in the air girl I put my hands in the air I was waving them like you, isn't that the saying waving like you just don't care I don't know I was doing that okay I was having like the best time um 
I made a cute little recap video and I posted it on my Instagram, my TikTok. Definitely go watch it because I think it turned out so cute. And it was so cool because I actually did not film like really that much of the show. I actually added up all the, I was curious like how much of my time did I spend on my phone? And I added up the footage and it was only six, it was like six minutes of clips on my phone from the whole concert, um, which I thought was so cool. I think that's my favorite thing about making like mashup videos is that you don't have to, I used to like go to things and you'd want to film like a whole song, like your favorite song or like 30 seconds. And I was like, "Mm, that's not, I'd rather have make like a mashup of the whole thing and have like little clips. And so that kind of made it where I would just, you know, you could film for like four seconds, literally of a song where during like when the fireworks go off or like four seconds when she's doing like a really cool dance scene. And then you just put your phone away for a while and you don't really notice it. And it's so quick where you're actually feeling like you're really present, but I actually still got a killer video out of it. And I was like, wow, I really enjoyed myself and also got a really cool video, which made me really happy because, you know, as a content creator, I've definitely been guilty of spending too much time on my phone at places, which it's also normal to want to capture it and have memories. There's nothing wrong with that. That's actually what the video, I use like a sound from Emma Chamberlain's podcast, Anything Goes, on my Taylor Swift recap video. And that's actually what it's about is how she thinks that we take so many photos and videos because we're afraid that we're going to forget these memories. And I think that's true. Like I want to watch that video back and like feel like I was you know remember how I felt and I think my video it gave me a really good but good sense of that um but the cool thing about the video is that I didn't really film almost any of it the only time I'm filming is when you can see like I'm doing like I'm the one holding it there's like some clips where I do like that 0.5 effect and oh hold on Ruth's crying in his sleep buddy you're having a nightmare honey Oh, he's having a nightmare. Let me see if it's if it doesn't stop. I'm going to go wake him up because I what are you supposed to do when a dog has a nightmare? I always wake them up and I don't know if that's right. But I, cause I've heard some people say don't wake him up. But I'm like, I can't listen to him cry. That breaks my heart. Um, but the, what I was saying is the cool thing is I didn't really film most of it because Noah did. When we got there, I told him, I was like, oh, I kind of want to film like a little recap video. I had found that Emma Chamberlain audio before the concert. I wasn't planning to. I just happened to see it. Um, and he was like, oh, he's like, honey, do not worry about it. Because he's like, I don't know m- many of these songs. I'm. He literally said, like, I'm here to watch you. He's like, I am going to you know cherish forever watching you sing to this. He was like, so you just enjoy yourself. I'll film some you know, have fun. And he like, again, it was six minutes of clips and it made the best video ever. There was a few times when I'd have to be like, babe, that, that's good. Cause I'd see him start to film for like 20, like, you know, there was one clip that was like 15, 20 seconds. I'm like, oh no, no. Uh, and I told him, I was like, enjoy yourself. Like if you're going to film a clip, it can be like three, four seconds. That's it. Cause the best videos on TikTok, I will say, are like mashups usually are quick clips. So, um, yeah, definitely go check it out. I thought it was a really cute video. Also, I just realized this is truly a catch up podcast I've never done anything like this I think I've had a fear like would anyone want to hear me just talk about what I've done but I guess we're gonna find out if you guys enjoy this and if you don't it's okay I will won't do as many of these but it is fun I feel like this is a way of us just like I don't know hanging out and it not always being so serious um not that I don't like the, the serious ones I definitely do but it's nice to just feel like I don't know I'm not always trauma dumping <laughs> and sometimes we're sharing the fun stuff too um not that not that that other stuff is only trauma dumping you know a lot of it shares hope I don't want it to seem like I'm you know hating on my own content I like my content um just making jokes and hold on I have a coffee and I'm I can tell my ice is melting I tried to cover my mouth when I was taking a sip because in case that sound grosses any of you guys out (laughs) but when we were leaving I told Noah I was like that that like healed something within me like feeling so comfortable I felt so comfortable in my own skin like I felt confident in myself I felt like 
like happy and like joyous and there wasn't like a single moment during the show where I was like I wasn't thinking about what everyone else was thinking of me and clear truly no one was thinking about me but I used to be so you know so anxious and so wrapped up in that anxiety and that fear of judgment and fear of being perceived and fear of being seen that I would spend you know all this time and energy worrying what everyone was going to think about me and I wore a pretty risque dress I mean actually I don't even know if anyone else would consider it risque but I was like it was a little bit out of my comfort zone but I loved it I felt so confident I'm so glad I wore it I asked you guys to vote on Instagram for which dress and pretty much everyone I think there was like only two comments that voted for the other dress so it was like you almost unanimous so I was I was so glad you picked that one because I think I would have picked the other one initially just because I would have felt it was more like in my comfort zone but I felt so good in the second dress and I'm so glad I wore it um, it was a rental, by the way. I've had a lot of questions. I rented it from Newly. Like I mentioned in my dopamine dressing video that I recently did, I have been, uh, I did, I actually am doing the clothing rental. I've been doing Newly and really enjoying it. So this is only my second month, but I am, I'm really, I'm, I'm having a lot of fun. And I feel like overall, I am going to save money doing it th- this way because I'm not going to allow myself to buy clothes at all while I'm doing this. So that should help. But anyways, I just really had fun. I wasn't, I wasn't, putting any effort into what other people thought about me I wasn't like oh I shouldn't dance because people are gonna laugh or people are gonna think this or like or or, you know I wasn't focused on that kind of stuff I didn't care I was like no I'm just gonna have fun and I realized everyone was just having fun like you when you get out of that like anxiety bubble which is really hard to get out of I've trust me like if you're struggling I get it like don't feel ashamed of yourself like I know how hard it can be to get out of those thoughts and that spiral but once you do break free of it you're like oh my gosh everyone here is just trying to have fun too Everyone here is just trying to have a good time. And it was so freeing to literally like sway my arms back and forth to dance and sing loud and not worry about what I sounded like. And I don't know, just to have a good time. And I do feel like it healed something within me because I don't know. I don't little me used to have so much fun before all the bad stuff happened to me when I was young. I was like a fun kid. I would always get notes sent home from my teachers being like, oh, Lindsay was, you know, talking a lot in class. And, you know, she loves to laugh. And we love I remember my mom used to always be like, oh, they'd say, you know, Lindsay loves to laugh. But you got to remember, she'd tell her she's got to pay attention too. she's such a so I was always like the social butterfly. And it's funny because as I got older, I thought I grew into like this super homebody super introvert that just you know wanted to say to myself and didn't I thought I was someone who just no longer enjoyed experiences and I thought I think that's really sad there's nothing wrong with being an introvert I still am an introvert now um and I am more of a homebody than I was before but it's like I really am coming out of my shell like people we talk about that whole like cocooning and becoming the butterfly I actually feel like I am doing that right now and it's not like me just saying it like I feel it like I felt so myself and it was like a freeing feeling. I actually felt like I healed something within my inner child where I went back to that childlike self um, of mine. I was like, hey, you have permission to have fun. You have permission to dance and be loud and sing and sway your arms and be silly and I don't know, have a great time where I've been so afraid of looking cringy or being embarrassed for so long or like what people are going to think about me or being ashamed of how I act I don't know that I just kind of became I don't want to say really boring but like I was bored of myself you know and it was it was very healing to just like dance around and have fun so this is kind of a reminder um, not that it means you have to go buy Taylor Swift tickets but if there's something that you wanted to do something that you loved doing as a kid do it like see if you can do it again whether it's dancing around in your living room or if it's going and coloring in the park like get back to that part of yourself that 
was so childlike and was more worried about having fun than worried about what people were thinking about you because it felt really nice and I am going to hold on to this feeling for as long as I can. I'm going to keep it going. I want to just be happy and be fun and be free and life is short you know so it's like why not enjoy what you as much as you can it's not fun to be so serious and when you are worried what everyone else is thinking about you and you're stressed like you are I was very serious and also again part of it is my medication I never want to pretend like I just healed all this by myself like it's not just I mean it's my medication but it's also like me putting myself out there going to therapy all those different things being in New York has really pushed me out of my comfort zone because it forces me to be more independent and I think that helps but you can be more independent anywhere take yourself on dates take yourself on solo drives or solo walks go on solo lunches take yourself to the movies by yourself go to the park like I said in color or read and I don't know just get comfortable with yourself because the more comfortable you become with yourself the more you enjoy your own company and the more you start to realize like oh I'm a good person I'm not trying to offend anyone or hurt anyone. I'm just out here trying to have fun. And the more comfortable you get with that feeling by yourself, the more you are able to be yourself around other people. The more you start to realize like you're you're just living your life, you know, and that is a beautiful thing. And I don't know, we all deserve to get back to that childlike self and to feel that like childlike joy even as an adult. And I think that's what I really experienced was like full childlike joy, like I cried during some songs and instead of like being so afraid of what people are going to think, I cried during Marjorie. If you know the song, it's about her, her grandma that passed. And as someone who lost a lot of family, including my mom, I, I it hit home. You know, she talks about, I wish I had held on to receipts and what, you know, how you wrote your name and all these different things. And that always makes me emotional. And I was like, oh, no, no, don't cry. Don't cry. Hold it. In. And, I, and I remember that moment, like, just be here, you know, feel it. it. And I let myself cry while I sang loudly. Um, Noah grabbed my hand at one point. We didn't get to film this. And I'm, I, I'm honestly so glad we were just there. Noah grabbed my hands and he was like, dance with me. And we slow danced to love her. And then we fast danced. Like we fully like had our hands up dancing together for a few songs. And so many other people were doing these things. And I'm like, I'm so glad that I just let myself have that night and I wasn't because there have been times where Noah's probably tried to dance with me back at like old concerts I'd be like no 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 people are watching or like you know people are staring I'd be so afraid like oh but everyone's staring at us and in this moment I didn't even have those thoughts I didn't care I did for like half a second like I said during Marjorie I was like don't cry but I remember hearing myself and be like why not like if it's gonna feel healing to cry like it is okay to cry especially during about a song that is about grief um And that's actually something Taylor mentioned afterwards. She was saying how it was really beautiful for her during those songs because she writes those songs when she needs to heal and different parts of her life and looking out and seeing other people experiencing the same feelings that she's experienced. She's like, you know, well, I don't want anyone to feel that way. She's like, but it makes me feel, you know, less alone to know that we're all going through this together. And it it was, that's how it felt. It felt like a community. Um, Everyone was so kind. I, I realized like once you work on your projections, you realize a lot of it was your own thoughts. Like when you think everyone is mad at you, usually it's because it's your own thought is, you know, is mad at you or like is ashamed of what you're doing. If you think everyone's judging your outfit, maybe it's because you feel uncomfortable in your outfit, not because they're not because they actually care. And my old feelings used to be like, oh, well, everyone at these concerts or everyone at this is going to be judging me or going to be mean or I'm not going to fit in. I didn't have those thoughts. I just realized like everyone was so nice. Everyone was so kind. Like um, people were swapping friendship bracelets. Like the people that bumped into me, I realized actually were saying sorry. Like no one meant to do it. Where it's just, it was just a fun time. And I guess I'm rambling a little bit, but 
it really was a reminder how important it is to just have fun and not take life so seriously and to not let your thoughts control your reality. Like remind yourself when you have those negative thoughts, like follow the facts. Like if you don't know if it's true, then follow what is true, you know, follow what you know is true Um, or seek out the truth, you know, remind yourself if you're like too afraid to go to concerts because your fear or your thought is that people will judge you, seek out the truth and go to a concert and be your most wild fun self and see are people actually judging you or is everyone else just having fun too? You know, and if you do feel like you get a few looks in the end, are you if once you break through that and you force yourself to do it by the end, you might be like, oh, I actually don't care because I had fun and I'd rather be the person having fun than the person judging anyways. So yeah, this is all of our reminder. Mine too, that we deserve to have fun and, you know, unapologetic joy <laughs> is what we deserve to have. Just unapologetically being ourselves and connecting with that version of ourselves that younger fun version that is still in us. Your childhood self doesn't just go away. They just grew up and you are still them, you know? We don't have to grow out of our fun. We just get taller, you know? We, our bodies grow but that, and our brains grow and we learn more, but that doesn't mean we had to grow out of fun. That never has to be something we get rid of. It doesn't, it's not a sign of maturing or anything to not be fun. It, we just it's life is short you know live your life and have fun so I love you so much this is your sign to do something this week that is going to help you connect to your younger self to have fun push yourself out of your comfort zone prove yourself wrong that you can't have fun do something that you will be so proud of yourself afterwards but I love you so much thank you for listening to this very rambly catch-up episode and I will talk to you all next week bye